Do you believe in magic? <laughs> I want to talk to you today about casting spells and manifesting success using the VAR method. Now, this is a little bit different than what you see in like most law of attraction and so on. And it's, it's not magic and I don't think that it's magic, but it can sure feel like it sometimes. I mean, the other day I got a call from Gary Bensavinga, who for a long time has been one of my biggest heroes in the copywriting and marketing world. And it was, he left a voicemail. Uh, I didn't realize it was his number. Didn't realize it was him calling. He left his voicemail. And one thing that he wanted to say in the voicemail, it was just a little bit of customer service regarding his BTMS Insider subscription. The second thing that he wanted to do was actually refer one of his friends to me for copywriting related work. And, you know, these things can just drop in your lap. And they happen when you follow something akin to my VAR method. So let's talk about that today. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. Before we get started, the first link in the description is to training your subconscious success mechanism. Uh, it is relevant training to today's episode. I won't spend too much time talking about it now. Let's dive into casting spells and manifesting success. I want to start with this. Everything that humans have ever created in the world started as a vision in someone's head. Everything that humans have ever created in the world started as a vision in someone's head. Someone made it up. Someone made up New York City and skyscrapers. Someone made up nuclear energy. Someone made up the idea that we could go to the moon. Someone made up the idea that they could build some massive business. Every problem that's ever been solved was at one point an unsolved and, we'll put this in air quotes, unsolvable problem, right? How do you take the energy of the wind and turn it into something that could power a car, right? Uh, that's not something that was solvable at one point, right? But today, we have wind turbines that store energy and batteries that can be transmitted through the electrical grid that can be plugged into a car that has its own battery and way to store energy. And that car can be driven using the energy of the wind. Every problem that's ever been solved was at one point an unsolved and unsolvable problem. The key is that someone, somewhere, decided to do something. Someone, somewhere, decided to do something about it. Someone decided to solve the problem. Someone decided to create the thing. It started as an idea. And importantly, this is a word that I, I really think about a lot. In connection with this. It started as an idea and an intention. There was intention behind it. They intended to make this thing real. That intention put into words is what we can call a spell, right? If you think, and, and honestly, like it's, it's honestly not that different from what most people would call or what some people would call a prayer, right? Set an intention for something you want to be true and you say it in words, 
And the difference between a spell and a prayer may be based on whatever your belief system calls it, right? And I probably offended a bunch of people there. Oh, well, be offended. <laughs> uh, the, the, the whole point here is that you put ideas, you put intentions into words and you speak those words and it may sound magical and maybe it kind of is, but it can also be a very practical way to get what you want in life, to lead the life you want to live, to create the things you want to create, whether that's entrepreneurial success or it could be anything. It could be relationships. It could be um, better health. It could be lots of different things. And just because you say it, and that's something we're going to talk about in just a second, just because you say it does not necessarily make it true. The key is practical manifestation, right? So let's talk about the VAR method for practical manifestation. So VAR stands for vision, action, reality. Vision, action, reality. And so it's not just magical thinking. It's not just saying, oh, I have, I'm going to say these words. I'm going to, I'm going to say these words and they're going to come true. Like I'm going to, I'm going to say I'm a billionaire and I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to wake up a billionaire. It's not just magic thinking, right? It's about defining that intention, about making it up and making it real. And this is the big reason why a lot of people who follow Law of Attraction and that general school of thought really struggle and end up feeling bad about themselves because Law of Attraction is effectively hoping for a lottery win, right? It's like, I'm, gonna, I'm going to buy this lottery ticket and I'm going to hope that I wake up with $400 million tomorrow, right? Because my numbers got drawn and it's complete luck of the draw and statistically just ridiculous uh, improbability. You're way more likely to get struck by lightning than to win the lottery, right? But the law of attraction, that thinking where it's just like, I can say this thing and it's going to become real, that's essentially hoping for a lottery win. Uh, it can happen, and then you hear some stories about this person that hoped for this and whatever, right? But practical manifestation, like this is entrepreneurship. This is value creation. This is doing things in the world and having things come to you because of the actions that you're taking. And that's what you get with the VAR method. So let's break down the three different steps, vision, action, and reality. So vision, let's talk about how to cast your spell. And this, I actually do pull a lot from like Neville Goddard and other Law of Attraction teachers, right? This is where we start because this is about coming up with those crazy ideas that could change the world, coming up with those intentions that are going to make whatever you wish to be true actually true. And across the board, what seems to work best. And this is people who, well, I'll just say across the board, what seems to work best is creating a present state vision for what you wish to be true. So this is not, I want to eventually become a millionaire sometime in the future, right? It is, I am a millionaire and my business is incredibly successful at generating wealth for me consistently. 
And through time, I know that $1 million is just the beginning because I've unlocked the key to wealth creation through adding value to the marketplace. I don't know, that just came off the top of my head, right? But it's about that present state vision. It's, it's what you want to be true, but spoken as if it is already true. And write it down in now terms. I have an idea that's been floating around in my head. I have something that I would like to create in the world that's far bigger than anything that I'm doing right now. And I've hesitated for a long time to actually do something along these lines. I just feel like I'm reaching a place where it might make sense to do this. And so I'm not going to share it right now, um, but on this three by five note card, I just did this. I wrote it down in now terms and I can imagine it as if it were true. This is important. You imagine this as if it was already fulfilled. It was already true, right? You imagine what it's like now that this is already true. And this is, this is how our vision works and how we will be most internally motivated and driven towards achieving this success that we desire. But it's not just about imagining the logical details of this. It's not just about repeating the words. What's important is that you feel what it would feel like as if it were already true. Neville Goddard has one of his most famous books is Feeling is the Secret. And this is one of the major lessons from that. That you want to feel the feeling of fulfillment, the gratitude for what you wished already becoming true. So you read through your vision, this present state vision of what you wish to be true, and you feel what that feels like. You feel how great it feels, that what you imagined is now real. And there's another dimension to this that I picked up from another Neville Goddard student. Um, that There is a feeling of relief that you want to capture in this whole mix of emotions, right? Because whenever something comes true, after a long journey towards creating it, um, whenever we're, we're like done with a project, there, there's not just the, yes, I'm done, it's awesome, everything is great. There's also this feeling of relief of like, oh my goodness, wow. There were points in that journey, along that journey where I never thought that I would finish. You get to the top of a mountain, right? On a hike, right? I, I like to go hiking. I live in Nebraska where there's not a lot of mountains, but I like to go hiking and when I can, I like to go up to the top of peaks, right? And, and it's not just about like, hey, I'm at the top of the peak, it's awesome. It's like along the way, there was going to be, there were some difficult things that I had to go through. And there were times where I wanted to give up and just turn around and walk back down by it before I ever got to the top. But there's this feeling of relief of getting to the top of like, I did it, I stuck with it, it was awesome. There were times where I didn't think I was gonna stick with it, but I did, and wow, this is incredible, right? And so you wanna feel all those feelings, and you wanna come back to this vision often, right? You come back to the words, the spell that we're casting, right? You come back to the words, and you come back to the feeling. And you don't have to do it every day, like you, you kind of internalize this, and at some point, if you're really working towards it, you may even forget it. You may even have repeated it so often and then set it aside 
that you forget it, but it still sets you on the path. It still sets you on that journey, right? And so there may be times where you're hiking up that mountain where you forget that your destination is the top of the mountain and you're just focused on, you know, the next few steps on the trail, the next bend in the trail, right? But your destination is still the top of the mountain as you're hiking that trail, as you've forgotten the top of the mountain because you set that destination from the beginning, right? But you do want to come back to it often because it can be a great way to re-motivate yourself to keep moving forward. So that's vision and action. Action. This is, this is the important part. This is what, you know, I, I occasionally go on Law of Attraction subreddits and Neville Goddard subreddits and things like that. And I do think that a lot of people who are forever dreamers get stuck in the vision step, right? And the people that actually do things in the world, the people that create the, the life that they want, are also grounded. Like they have their head in the clouds and their feet on the ground and they're grounded by these action steps. Their feet are still walking that path towards the top of the mountain, right? They're not just staring at the top of the mountain from far away. Their feet are moving along the path. So action is about the practical steps to the wish fulfilled practical steps to fulfilling what you desire. So success is defined. You have your top of the mountain. What do you do now? What's your next action? What do you need to do? How do you need to show up? Who do you need to be? Who do you need to become? What type of person sees this wish fulfilled? There's a lot. There's a lot that you can get out of those questions. You know, what do you do now? What's your next action? What's the next very next step you need to take if you want to fulfill this vision for yourself. What do you need to do? What milestones are you going to see along the way, right? How do you need to show up? You need to show up ready. You need to show up ready for, for whatever it is. So, so like, again, we're going to stick with this mountain metaphor because I really like it and I think that it's appropriate. And it also separates it from like the emotional baggage that comes with, oh, I've had this goal for a long time, whatever, right? So this mountain metaphor, you say, I want to get to the top of that mountain. Okay, what's your next action? Well, if you're an experienced, skilled hiker, your next action might just be like, put it on the calendar for when you're going to show up at, at the trailhead and start walking, right? Because you know exactly what to do. If you're not an experienced hiker, your next action may be to um, spend some time in the gym, developing your um, your cardiovascular ability to go on that type of long hike. It may be going on some longer walks around your neighborhood or longer walks on hills, right? It could be, your next action could be something very different. It could be buying hiking boots, right? But what do you need to do? What are the things that you need to do now if your eventual destination is the top of that mountain? How do you need to show up? You need to show up ready. You need to show up with enough energy, with enough water. With You need to show up with, with whatever gear is necessary. And don't get lost in the gear, but you do need something to carry water. And you need some way to carry food. And you might, uh, you know, uh, having a good pair of hiking boots is probably better than showing up in flip-flops, right? So how do you need to show up? And you need to show up with maybe uh, a little bit of physical fitness that can get you to the top with a backpack full of water bottles, right? Who do you need to become? Again, we're talking about the physical, uh, the, 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 the physical beingness 
of somebody that's able to hike to the top of the mountain, but you also need to develop some resilience, some um, emotional fortitude to be able to get through to the top of the mountain, to not quit, to not give up, right? Who do you need to become? And what type of person sees this wish fulfilled? What type of person do you need to be that is able to see this wish fulfilled? I know for me, like one thing to create the life that I've wanted, one of the reasons that I haven't always had belief in myself is because I see myself procrastinating. I see myself not doing what I set out to do. And I worry that if I create something bigger where more people are reliant on me, like what, what's gonna happen then, right? And so there's been this process of personal growth of becoming the type of person who sees the wish fulfilled prior to really setting myself on that path so I don't blow it all up when I'm 10% of the way there, right? And if this is something big, what little steps can you take now? Like the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. Takes, you need to take the next step and the next step and the next step and the next step. So if I want to build some big business, if I have some big vision for the thing that I want to create, I can't go from like zero to the big business. I don't, I can't go from zero to some business that's doing a hundred million dollars, uh, you know, a billion dollars, whatever, right? There needs to be steps along the way. So it could be just launching the first offer in that business and proving market traction for that first offer. And then doing the next offer and the next offer to build on that, to continue to serve that market, to expand how we're serving the market, to, to do something bigger, right? And so this big business is only created by doing the little things, by passing the first milestones, by taking the first steps. And importantly, again, we're still talking about action here. We're still talking about the practical steps to the wish fulfilled. We, we have our vision for what the mountaintop looks like for us, right? But we're talking about what does the hike look like from here to the top? In order for us to experience and enjoy that success, what step can we take along the trail that's going to get us there? And this is important, whether you're hiking up a mountain, right? Or whether you're trying to build some big business, expect obstacles. Expect obstacles. Whenever you want to do something big that you've never done before, whenever you want to do something that may be hard, whenever you want to get a result, a, like fulfill a wish that you've never fulfilled before, there will be obstacles. There will be things that feel like they are standing in your way. And some of them will be internal and some of them will be external. So importantly, like I was talking earlier about having my own internal obstacles and, and personal growth required to achieve one of my big goals, something that's actually written on this card. So the internal obstacles may look like resistance. That's talked a lot about in the, uh, the War of Art. That's an excellent book that talks about resistance and how whenever we're trying to do something creative, there's this like shadow inside of us that can grow uh, that, that is named resistance in that book. Um, and it can, it can manifest in all sorts of different ways. It can feel like struggle, like there can be an internal struggle. You're trying to get up the hill. What is the internal, the emotional struggle to get up to the top of the mountain, right? Procrastination, not wanting to do it. Oh, I'll schedule it next week because uh, it looks a little cloudy today. I'll schedule it. Yeah, is that actually because there's a storm brewing or is that because there's an internal storm brewing and you're not willing to face it this week, right? 
avoidance. You know, procrastination and avoidance are kind of two sides of the same coin. But what feeling are you trying to avoid by not doing the thing, right? So expect internal obstacles, expect external obstacles. Whenever you're trying to do something, right? Like you're trying to hike up a mountain, you don't realize that there's a tree that's fallen across the trail three quarters of the way up and you're gonna have to deal with this unexpected challenge, this unexpected external obstacle. Um, an external obstacle can also be, you didn't realize that your hiking mate has not been doing their physical training, so they're gonna struggle. So you're gonna have to be the one who steps up and is the leader who is able to get your entire party up to the top, right? Um, so expect unexpected challenges. I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but expect the unexpected. Expect that things won't work like you thought they would from the beginning. Expect multiple failures before success. Expect, especially in business, especially in marketing, right? You're gonna try and create something new in the world. Expect to fail. What are you going to do when your big idea that you love fails? Is that the end of your journey? I've known startups where they didn't have a contingency plan. They just spent years creating this, this thing, hoping that it would work. And then when it didn't work, boom, the business is out of business, right? Versus entrepreneurs who say, I'm going to find a way to serve this market and I have some pretty strong ideas for how it's going to happen. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to adopt a plan of testing where I'm going to test for what is going to be effective, right? I'm going to test these things and some of them are going to fail. And that's fine because I know what I'm going to do if thing one fails, I'm gonna try thing two, and then thing three, thing four. And I know that even if I get to my list of failures, if I still have the resources and the energy, I'm gonna make up new things that might fail until I find the thing that succeeds, right? So you gotta expect those external obstacles. And importantly, you know, before we get to reality, <laughs> um, you know, we, we talked about vision, we talked about action. And I talked about what type of person sees this wish fulfilled consistently across the board. A lot of people who are just stuck in that staring at the top of the mountain state, they don't have this trait. People who actually go out and create things, achieve things, get the things that they want, fulfill their desires. They become the type of person, you can become the type of person who is resilient in the face of obstacles. I talked about internal obstacles. I talked about external obstacles. Become resilient in the face of obstacles in service of your greater intention, your greater plan, your greater wish, your greater desire that you want to see fulfilled. Knowing, knowing, this is part of why we do that feeling of relief in the beginning, right? Because we feel the relief of having made it to the end despite, despite, all the obstacles that we had to face along the way, despite all the things that went wrong as we were trying to make it go right. We have that feeling of relief because we knew resilience was required and we did it. We did it. Awesome, right? So be the type of person who is resilient in the face of obstacles, who comes back and continues to take the next step and the next step and the next step. Now let's talk about reality, right? We, we wanted to shortcut the process. We wanted to say magical vision, reality, right? And so much of what I see in the law of attraction world is like, 
oh, if you haven't gotten the reality yet, just keep believing. No, I'm sorry. Like, yes, the believing is important, but you can't just believe that you're going to make it to the top of the mountain. You can't just sit at the bottom of the mountain and say, I'm going to be up there someday. And then the next day, I'm going to be up there someday. And the next day, I'm going to be up there someday. And you never get off your couch. You can't do that. You can't do that. So vision, action, reality. Now, here's the cool thing about reality. You tend to attract success beyond your expectation. So I'll return to that call from Gary Bensavinga before we're done here. Um, but some kind of crazy thing happens, crazy things happen when you're the type of person who has visions, who has these intentions, who puts them in front of you, and then who takes action towards whatever you want. Success comes to you beyond your expectations. Now, as, as we're going through this, as we are in pursuit of whatever our vision was, whatever our intention was, um, it is very easy to get caught up in, I'm not there yet. I'm not to the top of the mountain. I'm not to the top of the mountain. I'm not to the top of the mountain. And when you do that, there is an emotional weight. It's like you're adding weight to your backpack. You're adding, every time you say, I'm not to the top of the mountain yet, you're adding weight to the backpack. Okay? And you're making it harder and harder and harder on yourself. Versus having gratitude for every step you take. That makes the next step lighter and the next step lighter and the next step lighter and the next step lighter. So our intention is to get to the top of the mountain, but we are grateful for the hike. We're grateful for the journey. We're grateful for the energy to show up. Yes, I made it to the start of the trail this morning. That's all. Yes, I rolled out of bed and I grabbed my hiking gear. Yes, I packed my hiking gear last night so I could start the day fresh and ready to go. Right? I filled up my water bottles the night before so that I could hike to the top of the mountain today, right? We have gratitude for the energy to show up. We have gratitude for the learning opportunities for when things don't go as we expected them to. We also have gratitude for the little successes when things do go how we want them to, right? We have gratitude for our failures because they showed us our, our points of deficiency, our weak spots, right? or where our idea was not on point, right? We have gratitude for those things. We have gratitude because we took the right action today. Regardless of if the full vision is not manifested yet, this vision, it could take years to manifest. This, this thing that I'm holding on this three by five card, it could take years to manifest, right? But if I take the right action today, the next right step, I can be grateful for that and be grateful for the results you get along the way. We may, be, we may have some vision of some grander results, but be grateful for the results that you're getting along the way. And so with this gratitude, we're able to focus. You wanna, focus, you wanna keep this vision in mind. 
You want to you want to you want to keep the vision top of mind, right? You want to return to the vision while you continue to take action. And so that's part of the reason you can write it down because you can come back to it over and over again saying, um, yeah, this is the vision. This is the, this is the top of my mountain, right? This is the top of the mountain that I am going for. And you return to it in the words and you return to it in the feelings and you remind yourself what you're aiming for. You remind yourself why you are putting yourself through this difficult hike, right? Um, and, and so you maintain this focus, this, this course of action, this destination that you're trying to get to. You remind yourself of what that is. Um, and that's especially helpful when you need resilience, right? And trust that if you follow the process, results will come. Now, I'm not gonna magically promise Right? I'm not going to magically promise, like I mentioned health earlier, right? I'm not going to magically promise that if you get diagnosed with cancer and you write down a vision for being cancer free, that you're going to just have cancer disappear from your body, right? Um, this is about practical manifestation. You may, you may, if you take the next right step and the next right step and the next right step and the next right step, you may have that cancer go away because you used whatever tools are available through modern science, through um, whatever treatment, right? You may have that cancer go away. You may find peace. I don't know. But if you are doing this in so many ways, in so many cases, in so many applications, if you create something that is possible, and it doesn't have to be like, super likely to be achieved. Like I have, a, I, if, I, if I have the vision that $15,000 is gonna show up, well, I actually know that I have $15,000 on its way. I don't know exactly when it's gonna come yet, but I know that I have that on its way because it's copywriting work that I already did, right? Um, so that's extremely believable. But if I had a vision for I don't know, maybe $10 million in support of this, in support of what I've written down. That's reasonably believable um, for what it is and for what would be required. And, um, and, and there may be some results coming along the way, right? And the results could be interest. The results could be a new connection. The results could be who knows what it is, right? But trust that if you're following this process, the vision, action, reality, that results will come. This is important though, recognize that it usually won't just be a windfall. So one of the things that I see a lot in the law of attraction space is people are like, I had this idea for, I would suddenly get a half a million dollars and then my aunt died and I didn't even realize how much money she had, but I got half a million dollars from my aunt because I'm her only nephew or niece or whatever, right? It usually won't be that kind of windfall. Maybe it will, and it's awesome. Have gratitude if it is, right? But oftentimes, the results that are getting us to the top of the mountain will show up through time. So your result, if you have this vision that I'm gonna get to the top of the mountain, 
it is not that suddenly you're at the top of the mountain. It's that you took a few steps along the trail, you're getting higher up. You took a few steps along the, high, along the trail, you're getting higher up. You get to an opening in the trees because you've been hiking for a while through the woods. You get to an opening in the trees and you look around and you're like, whoa, we're, we're getting up there, right? Or you look up and you say, oh, that's getting a lot closer, right? And you need to recognize and you appreciate those different things, the different results that they come. And you, they're not always going to show up like you expect them to. And they're not always going to be like the big thing. And it's not going to feel like a present on Christmas morning all the time. Sometimes it could be like finding like a quarter on the street, right? Some kind of results will come. But the cool thing about this, when you have, like when you approach the world with your intention and you are constantly taking action towards the fulfillment of your intention, you will attract unexpected success. So a long time ago, I came up with the intention that I wanted to be a great copywriter and I wanted to be successful as a copywriter. Right? It was really in early 2005. I discovered copywriting and I said, that's me. That's, that's what I'm going to do. And it's continued to grow what that vision would be and where that vision would take me, right? But one of the things is I recognized that I was getting a ton of value from these different people. Uh, I was learning from these different people. Uh, in 2007, Ken McCarthy asked me, well, who do you study? Who are your copywriting heroes? And he said, do you know who Gary Bensavenga is? And I didn't yet. Uh, and he said, okay, you need, if you're serious as a copywriter, you need to know who Gary Bensavenga is. Let me send you this interview that I did with him. Gary's retiring, never conducted an interview for public release, but I did this interview with him. It's like three and a half hours. And let me send you this interview. And Ken sent me this and it completely transformed the way I thought about copywriting. Um, Gary became one of my copywriting heroes. I learned a ton from him along the way, from studying his copy, all sorts of stuff. He's one of the greatest copywriters of all time. He had one piece of direct mail that mailed profitably over 100 million pieces mailed, like times, right? Uh, which my understanding is he was getting five cents per piece mailed. Um, and because it mailed 100 million times, that meant $5 million in royalties from this one little piece of direct mail, right? And so I learned all these legends of Gary, and Gary really became this legendary person to me. And then I had the opportunity uh, working with one of his clients, Brian Kurtz at Boardroom Bottom Line. I had the opportunity to write a promotion for a seminar where Gary was speaking at it. And then I got to meet Gary and I got to talk to Gary and I got a wonderful testimonial for the sales letter I wrote from Gary. And so we become connected, right? Like not, I'm not claiming some friendship or like we're chummy or like we talk to each other every day or anything like that. Then comes back around and Gary becomes one of my customers and he goes through my BTMS Insiders training library and becomes a member there and um, tells me that he gets value out of my training. And uh, like, it's this crazy full circle thing where he's researching some of the stuff that I teach, where he's going through some of the stuff that I teach, right? And when you're doing this, 
when you're doing this, surprising results will occur. It's like you're telling the world you're ready for success. So Gary had to call for a customer service issue uh, the, the other day and he left this voicemail and he said, uh, there's a second thing that I wanna to talk to you about. A friend of mine is a celebrity speaker. He wants copy for some of his very high-end clients and I was wondering if I could refer you to him. Now I actually know this friend, I've been connected with him off and on, um, but it's just this incredible thing where the more you're putting yourself out there, the more you're creating these visions and intentions, for what you want to see true in your world, and the more you're taking the actions to make them come true, the more synchronicities like this will come up and the more results will be attracted to you even when they're not the specific thing that you were going after. And so if you follow this VAR process for practical manifestation, if you're willing to cast spells and manifest your success, you may be surprised at what starts to happen and how quickly it can happen. Um, and that's my big takeaway for you at the end of this. I would encourage you, uh, if this has been valuable to you, if you're interested in going deeper, my training your subconscious success mechanism is not 100% parallel with this episode, but it's very much in alignment with it and it reflects different layers of thinking that all contribute to this total success. And it's the first link in the description, Training Your Subconscious Success Mechanism. It is available through that BTMS Insiders Training Library, which is like Netflix for copywriting and marketing training. So you pay one low monthly fee, you get instant streaming access to everything. Some of it's gonna feel more or less relevant to you. The point is that you can binge what you wanna watch. You can you know, have it available for whenever you want to watch it. Uh, you can even just sign up for a month because you want to go through that training in particular, and maybe you'll see what else is there while you're going through. No matter what, the link is in the description. I'm Roy for this Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Yeah, this hasn't really been that much about marketing, but I hope that you found it extremely valuable. And um, don't forget to like and subscribe if you got a lot of uh, value out of this. And, you know, leave a comment. Let me know what you thought, what your biggest takeaway is, and I will catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.